the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Well, hi, everyone. This is Jennifer Jackson, and this is a very special episode of Simply for Women. We're going to be together all week talking about Kenya. I love Kenya. It has a very special place in my heart because after 10 long years of working on this project, we finally saw a huge orphanage completed. And I led a team of 22 friends, they're like family now, to all the way to Kenya to see this and to be there for the grand opening. I want you to hear their testimonies. And it starts out with, I promised the last time I was in Kenya that I would bring a busload to see the good work that God has done there. So listen in. I'm going to pick on Jennifer first. So Jennifer, um, you went to Africa a couple years ago and you kind of made a a commitment to take a group of people. Could you tell us about how this came about? This was my fourth trip to Africa. And the last trip was right before coronavirus. And I, I enjoyed it so much that I stood in front of their congregation and said, I'll be back and I'm bringing a bus. <laughs> and I didn't know that was a prophetic statement, but we brought a bus. And so that was pretty cool. We did. We had to have a bus that carried us around. Uh, it even, uh, we carried our luggage on top and the luggage got wet. And some people had wet clothes for days. And there were lots of challenges along the way. And I want you to know this group is not soft. They are tough. They are, they are able to handle bugs and other things. So, all right. So all I ask is that um, when you lean in to answer your questions, you tell us your name. All right. Uh, do you want to go first with the questions, Jennifer? Or you want me to? Go ahead. She wants me to go first. Did anybody, this was not on your list, so I'm, I'm in trouble because I'm, I'm already going off script. Did anybody, uh, did you feel like there was a miracle that took place just in you getting to Africa in terms of fundraising? What were some of the challenges and the hurdles that you faced in going to Africa? Anyone want to answer that? This is Dustin. Um, the first miracle was just uh, God giving uh, you and Jennifer some patience uh, <laughs> with the first day of about 33 hours of travel uh, through multiple airports, uh, multiple flights, buses, and so forth. Um, so th- th- praise God for uh, patience for you guys wrangling all of us through the airport. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. It's just 21 people. You guys did great. They listened really well. Missy had a miracle. I saw your hand go up. Well, it was. I'm Missy, everybody. Um, it was actually Jen Williams, so I'm going to let her share that when you just said, well, and I was like, miracle. Uh, so you can share, share it. Really? Yeah. Okay. So, so the very first day before we even got to Africa, it was the start of the miracles, I feel like. I feel like we saw miracles every day, but just to get going a few hours into it, uh, one of our team members we had to leave behind. Um, 
in Chicago. So to witness that miracle right off the get that she was with us in 24 hours, it was a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think she was coming. Did y'all think she was coming? I didn't think she was coming. <laughs> you think she was coming? Okay. I did not know she was coming. So, so it was a miracle. This is Dustin again. Um, oh, the senators. As you experience, like, as we go through this trip, like, certain people, um, like, their faith was very strong. Um, I am, for one, in the airport, I was like, there's no way Jen Williams is going to make it to Africa by herself. Um, a little bit more about the story. She actually had to get a U.S. senator to sign off on an emergency passport. Um, and then the stars had to align. Her flights had to, uh, you know, get in, in, in line at the right time and place. Um, and when she tells a story, it's literally like by the minutes and so forth for this to come into all into line for her to be able to make it. And she was literally in Africa 24 hours later. I will say, uh, Braden, young man, 18 years old. He has more faith than anybody I've ever met. <laughs> and <clears throat> I remember I, yeah. it's true. I remember standing in line and I'm sitting here with all this doubt, like this this really stinks, like Jen's not gonna be able to make it. And and he says, Nope, she is going to make it. <laughs> and I'm like, All right, brother. <laughs> and sure enough, uh, she showed up twenty four hours later, praise God. <laughs> Yeah. But Brayden, he was on his knees in the airport praying for Jen to get on that plane. That's faith. Yeah. And that's that's how much he believed the Lord was going to get her there. Amen. I kept praying through the night and I would we would I would <clears throat> I was uh I was using the airplane's Wi-Fi between Chicago and London to text uh, Dan and Rachel Patton and to text uh, Jen Williams. And I'm like, <clears throat> so when you get on the plane and you get to London, this is how you get through London. I have complete instructions on how to get to, through London's airport alone now. And, um, but I would get up and I would, I would go to where the team was sitting in the plane and tell them, keep praying. Um, she, she has an appointment, but... Uh, she hasn't gotten to meet them yet. And we just kind of kept praying our way through each step of that journey. Well, and before we move on from that story, she said to me in the airport, I was kind of trying to prepare her for the fact that we had to get her home, like to Columbus. And she looked at me and she said, this trip was my miracle and I'm not giving it up. And so at that point, I realized we've got to figure out how we're getting her to Africa. And so we switched gears really quick and it, it was really, truly was amazing. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> the team in Africa, you need to know, we had a team there that was willing to uh, make arrangements to meet her at the airport when she arrived 24 hours later and carry her uh, hours across the country to meet up with us. And they even, um, they had, uh, um, we want Jen to tell you the story. So <laughs> we want you to come tomorrow or listen online because like they would, he would stop along the highway in Africa and animals would come up to the car because she was missing that part of the trip where she would get to see the animals. And, and what you don't understand is there's regions in Africa where the wildlife are just right along the highway. And you'll see zebras and giraffes and elephants. And he said, I've never had the animals come up to the car the way they did 
for Jen. And then he stopped at the orphanage because she's a day behind us. She missed the opening of the orphanage and, and let her meet the, the four orphans that were there. And, and that to me was such care on the part of our, of the, of our brothers and sisters in Christ. And see, can, can I say this, that the world wants you to believe that somehow, uh, our form of Christianity is, is being imposed on others around the world. It's not true. Everything that you and I are doing in Africa is led by an African's vision. I want you to hear that again. It's the vision of our brothers and sisters in Africa. And we're saying, what has God called you to, and how can we help you? And, and, and it was their vision to start an orphanage. And we said, we'll help with that. It's been their vision to plant churches. And they're now, their next goal over the next 10 years is to go from 150 churches to 400. Yeah. And, 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 and I think that you and I have to see that it's, it's a major thing to be a part of what God is doing in the earth. And, and that's why we went. It's at least part of it. So let's, let's go on. All right. Go ahead, Christy. This is Christy. I just want to say one thing because we were like, did you think she was going to come? And I was like, if God wants her there, she has the tenacity to make it. That's right. I think most of us decided we would have turned around in Chicago because we would have been too afraid. Jennifer wasn't afraid. She knew what she was going to do. And, um, and I will say something about our shepherds. Um, those of you who are new to our church may not know this, but we have awesome shepherds because I noticed when, because I was with Jennifer because um, she had to walk away from our group to, you know, collect herself because they were telling her she couldn't go. And she's a friend of mine and fellow, you know, counselor of mine, you know, like we're, we're in this together. And Jennifer and Doyle fought for her in the airport with this airport. It's not fought the staff, but fought for her to go. And I looked at Jennifer and I told her, I said, you know what, this means something to me because had it been any of us, they would have fought for us. And so I want to say I appreciate you guys as our shepherd throughout the whole trip that you looked for us. Jennifer had a mom voice. I didn't know that voice until this trip. Where are you going? It's a very nice mom voice. Not going anywhere. I don't know. And she pulled out her mom voice at least, I think, once that I know of. (laughs) There might have been two times. Um, But had a whistle. Yeah, we know Doyle's whistle. I'm going to create my own now for my, my son and my daughter, too. But they're good shepherds and great leaders for us to, you know, they cared for us. They made sure we had our things. They made sure we knew where we were going. They made sure where we knew not to go and how to go and go in twos and all the things. And there's one thing I noticed when I watched the animals. I told Pastor Doyle this. Is I watched, you know, there would be boys maybe 10 years old with like a bunch of cows on the side of the road. And every time you look for look at a group of cows or a group of goats or whatever, you always saw the shepherd. You always saw the shepherd. He was nearby. He was watching over his flock or his herd or whatever you call that. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> but, and I, just, I told Pastor Royal that. I'm like, you can always see the shepherd caring for them. And we have good shepherds here, and Jesus is our ultimate shepherd. And he cares for us, and he would go after the one that's missing. And if anybody here is in hearing distance, if you feel like you're the one, Jesus will come to you, he will find you, and he will care for you. That's right. Amen. That's good. Thank that's you, Christy. That's good. 
So why don't you share your highlights? Let's start with the highs, and then we'll hit the lows. How did God God speak to you personally? Alice, I'm going to pick on you. You haven't said anything yet, so. I know, that was a plan. Anyway, I'm Alice. (laughs) Um, No, it was your message on the role of widows in the church. That is when it shook me to my bones, and I went, I'm a widow. I guess I have a role. And I have children to shepherd. And so I am, um, I, I live next, I live nearby Otterbein College, and I'm going to make a concerted effort to get Bible study going on in my house for college kids. That's my, those are my kids. So that's what happened. That's major. Way to go, Alice. That's encouraging. So now you guys have a new ministry to pray for. All right. Wasn't that a great episode? Didn't you enjoy those testimonies? You know, talking about the widows. That was Alice. She's a dear friend of mine and a recent widow herself. We ministered to literally hundreds of widows. We gave them goats. We opened a widow's food pantry with rice and beans. This was an incredible mission trip. You know, God challenges us to simply go, to simply go to the ends of the earth, to go to the uttermost parts of the world. Stay with us as you hear more testimonies. I'm Jennifer, and you are listening to Simply for Women. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.